GVHD Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the GVHD Hub Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Mohamed Moti of Hôpital Saint-Antoine in Paris, France. I've been asked today to give you a brief overview about the highlights from ASH 2021 uh, uh, meeting regarding the latest advances uh, in relation with steroid refractory acute graft versus host disease. As we uh, all know, uh, acute GVHD is really a major complication, but also a barrier to the success of allogenic stem cell transplantation. Obviously, the key to success is about prevention. And over the last few years, we've been some uh, major successes, especially uh, with the uh, increasing use of uh, uh, ATG, antitamocytoglobulin, especially in the uh, unrelated donor setting. But more recently, the introduction of post-transplant cyclophosphamide, which is proving to be highly effective in preventing both acute and chronic uh, GVHD. And now uh, this is becoming a sort of a Swiss knife for prevention of uh, graft host disease. However, despite all of these advances, we still have a proportion of patients who will continue uh, to develop uh, acute GVHD, unfortunately. And the first line treatment remains uh, high dose steroids. However, uh, and unfortunately, uh, a proportion of the patient receiving frontline steroid, roughly 40%, I would say, it can go from 40 to 60% or 50%, let's say 40% uh, are going to become a steroid refractory. And this is a truly uh, an unmet medical need. We've seen recently uh, the uh, randomized phase three trial uh, used testing ruxolitinib, a JAK2 inhibitor uh, in uh, this uh, landscape and ruxolitinib, uh, which is now uh, approved uh, actually uh, in uh, some countries for the treatment of steroid refractory acute GVHD is becoming more and more widely used. However, uh, there are also uh, patients who uh, may not respond to rixolitinib, so the rixolitinib refractory patient. And obviously, uh, rixolitinib is not the unique answer to uh, all patients and all situations. And this is why I was very glad to see uh, during this ASH meeting 2021, uh, uh, further studies investigating uh, other uh, treatment options. And of course, uh, I can spend hours uh, highlighting uh, many, many studies. However, uh, I thought to uh, select uh, uh, three uh, studies uh, which uh, uh, are important in my opinion. One study is a randomized 
phase three trial from China, a multi-center randomized trial, which looked into mesenchymal uh, cells uh, in combination with anti-CD25, uh, the uh, IL-2 receptor, and calcineurin inhibitor in the steroid refractory AQGVHD. And uh, the investigators uh, performed uh, a randomized trial in more than 200 patients uh, comparing calcineurin inhibitors plus anti-CD25 versus calcineurin inhibitor uh, plus anti-CD25 and mesenchymal uh, stem cells. And to make a long story short, they could show that uh, uh, adding mesenchymal cells is proving beneficial because there is a statistically significant advantage uh, in favor of the mesenchymal cell uh, R. Well, obviously this is uh, very encouraging. However, I would like to draw your attention to the fact that the mesenchymal uh, cell story in uh, acute GVHD, in steroid refractory acute GVHD, has been around for many, many years. And uh, it is cellular therapy. And like any cellular therapy, it has uh, some logistical complexities. The nature of the cells is uh, uh, not always easy to define. And uh, well, here we have the study which is positive, but we have also uh, other studies which uh, did not yield uh, to such positive results. So the uh, use of mesenchymal uh, cells for steroid refractory QGVHD uh, remains, I think, in my opinion, uh, an open uh, question. Uh, the other uh, study uh, that I have selected uh, uh, from this ASH 2021 meeting is a study which was presented uh, by the Minneapolis uh, group and this is about the use of urinary-derived human uh, chorionic uh, gonadotropin uh, epidermal growth factor. And actually, this is uh, a widely available uh, drug, I think, in the gynecology uh, field. Uh, in some countries, I think the uh, brand name is Pregnil or something like this. Uh, here, uh, the authors wanted to uh, take benefit of the immune modulatory, but also immunosuppressive uh, activity of uh, uh, this widely uh, available agent and apparently relatively non-expensive. And they have tested it in a small cohort, actually two cohorts, uh, one with steroid refractory acute GVHD, 22 patient, but also another small cohort was a patient with high risk uh, acute GVHD. Uh, and again, I'll not go uh, to all the details uh, of the characteristics. There was nothing special regarding the characteristics of the patient. Nevertheless, uh, the authors uh, could uh, document a relatively high response rate. And the conclusion of the work was that this is uh, feasible and promising and attractive. Uh, again, the question is, how does it compare to other options? Uh, obviously, we do not have uh, any randomized trial or comparative trial. So uh, I don't know whether uh, we'll have such randomized trial given the wide availability of uh, this uh, uh, agent. 
Nevertheless, I think it is worse to uh, have this uh, option in mind for some patients. Last but not least, and this is really, in my opinion, uh, a very important study, uh, was a study presented uh, actually uh, uh, by our group uh, in this uh, ASH 2021 meeting, and that was a multi-center uh, phase two trial, looking into the use of fecal microbiota transfer. So here we uh, are tackling a different frontier, I would say, because all the other agents that were tested or being tested in the field of acute and steroid refractory, acute GVHD, are mainly immunosuppressive agents. And here, the goal uh, is, uh, is beyond immunosuppression, is rather about restoring the immune equilibrium, the immune homeostasis, the balance in order uh, to favor a sort of tolerance. And actually that was uh, the, uh, the study called Heraclus, uh, which was reported using uh, uh, FMT. And interestingly, and this is I think an important point, uh, the, uh, investi uh, the investigational product being tested is a pooled product. So it's not a single donor FMT, but rather a pooled donor. And I think this is crucial because it allows you to have within the same product, within a drug, a very rich, very high diversity uh, much more higher than what you would expect from a single donor. And I think this is uh, crucial uh, in uh, this population of steroid refractory QGVHD. And another important feature about this study was that it was focused on the grade three and four steroid refractory QGVHD with gut involvement, mainly gut involvement. And we know that this is the truly unmet medical need because the prognosis of these patients is clearly uh, related to the GI involvement. And uh, the results were very uh, impressive, uh, actually roughly 40% response rate at day 28, including VGPRs and CRs. But the other important uh, piece of information is about the translational uh, studies that were performed in parallel uh, to the clinical part. And these translational studies uh, could bring a sort of a proof of concept about the added value and the feasibility and the concept of uh, this uh, approach, clearly showing that diversity is increasing, but also other data showing that uh, uh, we are inducing through this FMT uh, uh, the uh, immunoregulatory uh, pathways and uh, uh, for instance, the uh, butyrate uh, pathways. And the other uh, important uh, uh, aspect in this communication was also uh, the description of a another cohort of patients who received the same product. So by the way, the product is MAT13. This is a code of uh, the drug uh, where uh, the drug was given outside clinical trial in an early access program. 
uh, in a more uh, than uh, 50 uh, patient. And the results are even uh, better than what you would see in the clinical trial. And these were patients uh, highly advanced who received prior lines of therapies, not uh, first line um, uh, steroid refractory, uh, but also who received and failed ruxolitinib. And again, uh, the results are uh, quite uh, impressive, uh, further uh, highlighting the benefit of using uh, FMT for steroid refractory acute GVHD. And obviously, the next step is about a phase three trial, which is about to start very soon. So, in summary, uh, as you can see, the field of uh, uh, acute GVHD uh, continues to move. Uh, in, the in the right direction, in my opinion, more and more options are being available. And now with the advent of microbiota transfer, uh, I think we are tackling, we are trying to hit new frontiers and hopefully we'll be able uh, to uh, improve the outcome of these patients because we should not forget that allogenic stem cell transplantations remains the only curative treatment options for option for uh, many uh, patients. And this is why it is extremely important to be able uh, not only to prevent, but also to uh, treat whenever needed uh, steroid refractory acute GVHD. Thank you for listening to the GVHD Hub podcast. We would also like to thank our supporters, Insight, Novartis, and Syndax. GVHD Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.